0: Welcome to Root Causes, the PKI and security podcast where a pair of industry professionals talk about all matters digital certificates in PKI. I'm Tim Callen, Senior Fellow at Sictigo, and I am joined, as always, by Jason Sirocco, CTO of PKI at Sictigo. How are you doing today, Jay? Doing great, Tim. Thanks for having me. We talk a lot about MFA and how you know mfa obviously is a big part of of identification schemes in general so it comes up a lot and pki matters and mfa matters intermingle a lot and oftentimes we we sort of reference in passing the concept of fundamentally insecure or untrustworthy mfa schemes that are used and that are in you know in in common use and we we don't necessarily explain them What's insecure? What's untrustworthy? And so we thought that that would be a, a useful thing to do for the audience. And I think today we were going to start with SMS-based one-time password.
1: That's right, Tim. Thanks. Yeah, this is really the kickoff to what will probably be a series of uh, you know, deep dives, deep enough that it, it's going to you know, take place within a single podcast. But we're going to take a look at each form of MFA and and really talk about what's good about it maybe a little bit a little bit of the history about it and then why it's there pro- probably are problems with it because no form of MFA is perfect and uh, you know Tim th- this one that we're talking about today which is phone-based SMS uh, the, the elephant in the room when you talk about it and finally finally this elephant showed up and it needed to <laughs> was the fact that it sucks
0: <laughs> okay
1: and it it's, it's
0: a broad term. Maybe we can clarify that a little. And I hate to be
1: that blunt about it, Tim, but, right. let, but he, here's the reason why I've got such a a bad itch over, over that form of MFA. Sure. I remember years ago, and I'm talking now, my goodness, uh, this is, uh, you know, this, let's just say, you know, 2010 and a little later. And the, the world was definitely waking up to the fact that just passwords was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you know, they, we, there were still people in the world that, that thought to themselves, you know, if I just change my passwords often enough and make them difficult to guess, I'm all good. You know, right. username yeah. passwords are fine. And, and then I was going all over the world showing people, uh, you know, a demonstration of uh, attacking uh, you know, key logging. And and being able to harvest credentials in that way, showing people that pass the hash attack and showing them that MFA of some type was important. And I think just like me, other people were waking up to that. And so one of the simplest things was, hey, I've got this phone in my wall in my pocket and text messages are just so darn easy. Why don't I issue a one time password? Text me a six
0: digit code that's unique to this one usage. It's going to, you know, take nearly a million guesses to get that six digit code. That's plenty secure.
1: Well, the fact was it was a different factor in the sense that the one time passcode was coming via something else. Now, we were definitely living in a world where we had RSA tokens, hard tokens. Right. So it's not like that idea was new when SMS tokens were out there. It's just that SMS was so easy. Yeah. It was a it was a replacement in a way or
0: I already owned the phone. I knew that I had the phone with me. Um, You know, if I if I left the house without my RSA token in the morning, I might not realize it until it's too late. But if I left the house without my phone, I would realize it by the time I hit the driveway and run back and get it. Right. So, yeah, exactly.
1: So here is what here is my probably my main point on that particular form of MFA, Tim, and that is. I remember talking to so many very smart security architects in a lot of different verticals at the time. I, I was mm-hmm. I was really burning a lot of shoe leather going all <laughs> over the world talking to people about MFA. This was a big subject for me at the time. And, and I was writing blogs, things that, that were titled, you know, Not Every MFA is Created Equal. Mm. And it was because of this, right? There were at least at the time, I'm talking like 2010 to 2014 era. There were at least five different ways at the time that I was able to show how a bad guy could could actually take advantage of the vulnerabilities of SMS. And not the least of, of, of which of, of which it is, the, the fact that there was malware on Android devices sure. that was fundamentally able to redirect SMS. And so therefore, an SMS message could be received by the phone. That SMS message could be hidden harvested by a bad guy they could complete a transaction with that otp on your behalf and then none of which would be known to you
0: you yeah you'd have no no way to know that any of this had happened
1: now when when that was just described in words a lot of security architects at the time said yeah but it's so much more secure than just passwords that i'm going to i'm going to just go with this Right. And, and Tim this is what happened this is amazing uh, I think it was mostly in Europe because Europe really went crazy for SMS OTPs for say banking transactions for example mm-hmm. and your bank would send you this OTP well I mean I, I've lost count of the number of n- silly names that tech journalists gave all these attacks <laughs> and hundreds of millions of euros were stolen Because security architects felt that that form of MFA was good enough, right? And it wasn't, it simply wasn't good enough. There were other forms of MFA that were good enough. They weren't perfect. And we're going to go through them in a series of podcasts, but SMS is one of those, one of those forms of MFA that is below what I consider the the minimum line of, is it good enough? Is it good enough to say it's better than using your password? And let me tell you why we absolutely have to put this one to bed tim and i'm sorry if this sounds like a little bit like a rant uh, you know but but (laughs) i think it's important information you know now with the the advent of uh, sim swapping yeah uh, tim for goodness sakes why are anything that's hard coded to the phone in terms of the phone number
0: you you simply can't trust it yeah yeah so um so within the last i'm going to say month jack dorsey Had his Twitter account taken over. (laughs) How did it happen? Sim swapping. It's
1: rampant. And there doesn't seem to be a solution to it at the moment. And this problem's been around quite a long time. You know, we, we could have a whole podcast on sim swapping, Tim. But that's even just one problem. That's one problem out of perhaps, you know, 10 to a dozen problems with SMS as a form of MFA and that's this is why you know I thank goodness when I was out on the road competing against SMS as as a form of MFA um, I didn't have the benefit of NIST deprecating it right it was still on the list of MFA authenticators that that were recommended by NIST and a lot of people would point to that and say Jay you're overreacting Mm -hmm. but then guess what NIST deprecated it because they had to because the evidence was mounting that just this was just such a bad idea.
0: So that's an interesting point. And this is something I've been meaning to bring up with you, so this is a good time. You know, NIST did, in fact, very clearly say that this is not a secure form of multi-factor authentication. And yet, obviously, it's still in widespread use. So what... I don't know how to put this... How much, I guess, value is there to NIST saying something like that if it doesn't seem to change behavior?
1: I, I think, well, I can tell you from me personally, it at least gave me something to point to. Okay. A- at the very, very least, people like me who, I mean, I had done a lot of, a lot of thinking about this and I, 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 myself amongst others, I wasn't the only voice saying this, but it was dangerous it was dangerous for a major guidance organization like NIST where people just trust them. Yeah. If that's on the list of MFA's that are recommended, then because of how cheap and cheerful and easy it is, a yeah. lot of security architects are just going to choose
0: it. Sure. You could say if you're, uh, you know, if you're an IT professional at a medium sized organization, your company of a few hundred people, you might say, I am never going to put the same amount of research into this that NIST is going to. I'm never going to have the same level of resourcing to commit to this question that NIST is going to. So I'm going to look at the NIST recommendations and I'm going to assume that they are better than what I'm going to come up with on my own and act on them. And under those circumstances, yeah, if it's sitting there, you could see someone choosing it, and then and then so okay, so it's it's deprecated today, but people are still using it. Is this just because they didn't get the memo?
1: I think Tim, uh, you know, in terms of greenfield implementations, yeah, there's now so many forms of MFA that are so much better, and we're and as I as I said, we're going to get into all those in future podcasts, and the reasons why they are better. Uh, I would say it's not probably not common in greenfield implementations, right. Um, But it is definitely was common in a lot of, of infrastructure that just isn't going to go away anytime soon.
0: What about vendors? What if you are a vendor and you want to offer this as an option for your your end customers? You want to give them MFA options. Should you know, if your customers are asking you for SMS based MFA as an option, should you just say no?
1: I think you should say no because of the fact that there are now alternatives. Yeah. That are you know if 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 what you're trying to protect isn't money, if what you're trying to protect isn't extremely important, and it's a, a low risk because it's low value, and you need a, a very low cost authenticator or an easy authenticator, those authenticators exist. And, yeah. and again, we're going to get into what those are. Right. What are the you know i just need something mfa yeah. type type of authenticators Th- those and, exist
0: and this is a real world security decision and this is something that we have to acknowledge right which is that not every system in the world is going to be hardened or be deserved to be hardened against everything if i if i'm a if i'm a small business and the stakes are very low i might say look if if Cozy Bear wants to come attack me, Cozy Bear's going to win, right? Because I'm just not as good as Cozy Bear, but I'm not worth Cozy Bear's time, right? And and so you you set your standards for what you need to protect against based on something that's your realistic uh, 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 potential uh, problems, right? And I can see that. And under those circumstances, to your point, you might say, you know what, implementing this real rigorous, difficult, expensive MFA process that's hard on my, 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 my users. I don't deserve that. Okay, fine. Uh, but you're saying that there's better ways to do it that aren't really more expensive or more difficult or more onerous than SMS-based authentication, and yet they're um, definitely more secure.
1: Exactly, Tim. For example, if you are protecting banking transactions, this is this is the biggest bugbear I have with SMS. It was a lot of European banks that chose SMS just because, hey, they have a lot of banking customers and they needed to do something because username and passwords are being harvested left and right. Right. So therefore, well, let's just go to the next easiest, cheapest yeah. thing. It's, and that was SMS. It's more,
0: right? It's, it's more than it was.
1: Sure. And, and guess what? <laughs> they got hosed, Tim. Yeah. yeah. It, it They did not jump high enough. And now that was back then. That was back then when perhaps there weren't a lot of options for them. Uh, maybe that was the excuse, but there's yeah. that that excuse no longer exists.
0: Right, and the other thing I think to be cautious of is, to your point about them not all being made equal, I think there's a a, a risk that in somebody's mind or on somebody's checklist, there's now a checkmark in that box, and therefore it's considered to be handled, as as opposed to. Uh, uh, warranting more attention and scrutiny to decide if it's really handled.
1: That's a really good point, Tim, where, uh, you know, checkbox auditing, if that's, you know, if, if that form of governance is, is, your way of thinking through security, I can definitely see how you would have gotten into trouble with SMS. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, therefore, you know, if you're doing some sort of greenfield project that requires authentication. Uh, you know, I would even question the whole idea of MFA, Tim, and that's maybe where we could round out this podcast today is just to talk about a little bit about the future and to show how, just how far things have gone. Sure. Is that we, why in a greenfield scenario, Tim, would you even consider passwords in the first place? In other words, MFA is all about adding to passwords because passwords are just useless as a, right. as a security mechanism. They're not a secret anymore. They're not a secret at all. If you don't consider them a secret, you need MFA, and then MFA is the way to, to complete the authentication. Well, if that's all true, if you accept that, why in any greenfield scenario where you're building a new application, would you use passwords at all? And therefore, why are you using MFA with a password? There are new ways of doing things.
0: That's interesting. I think that's its own podcast let's uh let's just leave that as a teaser for the listeners listeners there will be a time when we come back and we expand on that last sentence jay just made and we will talk about that what that new way of doing things needs to look like instead uh but maybe this is a good place to leave it for today yeah all right jason always a pleasure to talk to you thank you very much and thank you listeners this has been root causes